Hey everyone, welcome to Smash Trivia. I'm your host, Smash Trivia John. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Instagram by searching Smash Trivia. Follow everything happening with me. I'll be the one with the big old green head in the profile picture. I'm so excited to get into this. This is the Gamma Analysis. Basically, in this series, I'm going to review everything Hulk, all the movies and TV shows. Hope you enjoy. Oh, right, Smash Trivia presents the Gamma Analysis. I want to ask everyone listening, if you please do sign for me. Please share the hell out of this podcast with all your friends. For this episode, I'm reviewing a movie about how zombies becoming horny makes them change. Just kidding. It's <laughs> it, They experience love and causing them to change. The movie is Warm Bodies. Uh, is, and Smash Trivia has a Patreon, so please check that out. We have some fantastic extra content on there. I bet you'll love. The tiers are as follows. $1 a month is Hawk to Hall. For a dollar, $3 a month is, uh, is the reading room with Hawkey and Shalky. And five dollars a month is smashing the TV, and I also offer uh, offer custom trivia games, uh, uh, themed trivia games on Fiverr. So if you want to take your game night to the next level, you can hire me. The link to Fiverr is in the episode description. I'm joined today by Clayton from the uh, um the Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies pod. How are you doing, Clayton? I am doing awesome, and so excited to talk about this movie. All right, I'm really excited to be able to talk about it too. Oh, and thank you for coming on. Uh, oh, anytime. And our Hulkaholic for a dollar, we have uh, I have Derek Sager, Gabriel Floral, Film Critter, and Stephen W. Oh, and then in the Gamma Analysis is a part of the Blind Knowledge Podcast Network. All right, so let's get into uh, talking about this movie. I really, uh, I this was this week was the first time I'd ever watched this movie, and I really enjoyed it. Oh, this was your first time. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. I uh, I saw this in theaters actually on a date with my old RA from college. Was oh. not my RA at the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw this. I think the day it came out, it came out on like Valentine's weekend or something. And yeah, it, it was so cute. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a really long time, but I have fond memories of it. And so I was like, yeah, I want to talk about that because I had it. And I quite enjoyed rewatching it for this too. Oh, yeah. Um, I really did not know much about this movie. All I basically knew is that the uh, that it was a love movie that either had to do with a zombie. I didn't actually expect it to be during like uh, like this post apocalyptic world. I was thinking it was gonna be like in a normal uh, uh, world, and it's just like and it's this girl trying to hide her zombie boyfriend, uh, and in this like just um present day sort of thing. Hey, I mean, I'd watch that it. movie though. Yeah, yeah, I would. <laughs> I definitely would. Oh, uh, but uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Uh, I, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Uh, this and um, really well done. On uh, uh, the ending of the film made me really want there to be a sequel that uh, uh, a sequel that's about like um zombies and humans coexisting in a uh, in a city together. Right, I yeah. I wouldn't mind that sequel as well. Yeah, like I was thinking about, it, I was like, I I think what would be really fun is that, like instead of uh, like you can you can take out uh, the horror elements and the action elements, just make it really be a a, a romantic comedy and the with a zombie as the uh, zombie and a human and but and I was thinking like the like climax of the sequel could be a wedding between the zombie and the human uh, and and, uh, <laughs> and it would be and um you would have like a uh, have um what's his name uh, john uh, uh john malkovich is uh, his character uh, uh 
Um, even though he's, uh, even though he doesn't want to kill the zombie anymore, he still like doesn't want the uh, doesn't like the idea of his uh, his daughter marrying a zombie. And they can ha- make it be a like they they can make it be like a um commentary on racism commentary on like the uh, on on how sadly a lot of boomers are like oh there shouldn't be mixed marriages right <laughs> i think that would be a, a a a pretty fun way to make a sequel to this it would and Teresa palmer still looks great this whole still looks i mean he has an age today so i let's do it i mean uh, i'd watch uh, um I've I've only seen uh, a Nicholas Holt in a few things, but like everything I've seen him in, I really enjoy his acting. Like uh, acting, I watched him in the X Men movies, and then last year I saw him in the Menu, and then now I'm watching uh, watching this, and he's such a uh, he's a great actor that does that has very uh, very good range. He's wonderful. I uh, first saw him in this British show that he got really big in called Skins, which was. The only way I could really think of describing it would be like Euphoria, but British and more realistic. Um, it was just oh, this God. really edgy show about teens, and he was on it. Um, a lot of them have gone on to do great things, and um, so I had seen him in that, and he was pretty big. And then you know he did the X Men movies, and then this. Um, I will say I will recommend <laughs> The Great, which is a show on Hulu about uh, Catherine the Great in Russia, oh, cool. and it is a really funny comedy and he plays uh the czar whoever that gets overthrown by oh, Catherine okay. Great who is played by Elle Fanning and it is so funny and he is a lot like his character in the menu in it um it's hysterical I would oh, highly oh, recommend it and I'm really glad you Definitely watched have to check the menu that. he's fun yeah the menu is like it's a film that's really hard to uh, hard to like actually describe because it's it's a very weird film, but it's a really great film. Oh, it's so satisfying. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, so what did I uh I talk about? I wanted to see uh, what you think of uh, of. I have a theory for uh, a theory about one of the characters in the movie. Um, M or R's best friend uh, and um the bald guy uh, I that that's a zombie. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm thinking before he was a zombie i think he might have been the teacher that we saw in the flashback uh flashback um from uh, uh from the girl's memories uh, a girl and her ex's memories oh man i didn't even notice that well uh, so we don't actually see the front of the teacher's uh teacher we just see the uh his back and and his body shape looks very similar to the uh to that character and he's and he's bald with uh, all except for a little bit of hair in the back uh, i mm. and i'm thinking that that actually kind of would make a little sense of like uh, i maybe uh, what caused him to ch- start changing and thus everybody all the rest of them also changing is not just his friendship with uh, um ship with r but also that uh, also also, um, he pro uh, he was able to recognize maybe this uh, maybe the girl and that uh, and um the the mix of both being friends with R and recognizing the girl as someone that as a teacher you care for uh, air for your students so uh, uh so that 
I'm thinking um, the mix of those things was enough that uh, that um started changing him. The only thing that would make me I love that head cannon, by the way, but the only thing that would make me disagree with that is I don't think Julie would have not recognized one of her teachers. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um I mean, even if it had been a few years. Mm-hmm. I think you would recognize your teacher if they were like slamming into zombies with the golf cart and being like, hey, get in. I was uh, I was surprised when I watched this for the first time uh, um this week. I didn't know that uh, oh that um John Malkovich was in it uh it, that um, oh I had forgotten John Malkovich was in it so I was yeah. like whoa <laughs> which I love John Malkovich as an actor so I was really glad when he appeared uh aired. and then also um I can't remember uh Dave Franco uh, uh Dave Franco is also in it I didn't know he was I in forgot it he was in it as well <laughs> yeah um. I, I think I think I really enjoyed literally every uh, every actor and its performances. I think that everyone did uh, it absolutely great. Um, I I do think it's they funny. All knew, oh, you're gonna say they all the actors knew exactly what movie they were in and committed yeah. and made it such a joy to watch. Um, yeah, yeah. I the, really there's nobody I'd be like, yeah, like they should have gone a little bit harder. Actors uh, or it's like. Mm-hmm. I, I think it would be so fun to be like uh to um get an extra role in a film and they're like we want you to act act like a zombie but particularly this exact kind of zombie it'd be a that would be a really interesting I do love the zombies in this but being an extra as a zombie I think would actually suck all the prosthetics oh, and nasty shit probably. they put on you and you get paid like nothing uh, and it's probably 13 hour days where you're just like sitting around but uh it, but then again, you'd get to be a zombie in a zombie movie, so yeah. you know, <laughs> worth it. <laughs> it was it was really hilarious when they uh, when um Julie uh, is trying to fake being a zombie because R told her to, and and, and that he has to tell her that's too much. You're, you're doing it too I much. Know, that is one of the funniest scenes in the movie. I think. <laughs> oh. Just let it cut her arms way out and just. <laughs> One thing I was, uh, one thing that I thought was a little weird was the, uh, um, so we know that they have modern technology, uh, a, um, in this, uh, the humans have since one of the people is, uh, able was playing a game on a smartphone, but they still have, uh, have a very blurry, uh, a footage for the, uh, for at, when they first showed the, uh oh john malkovich in the uh it's at the beginning of the film uh um in on that projector thing mm-hmm. it was like i was like could you guys not have more hd looking footage for the uh, footage uh, like i don't uh, know i feel like uh, I, I spent half of my second watch trying to figure out how long has it been into the zombie apocalypse yeah. because Sometimes it hadn't been a long time. Other times, like, was this when they were, like, mm. kids and it was 15, 20 years ago? Was it within the past, like, 10 years? I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking probably within the past, like, 10 years or so. Oh, I feel like they'd be further progressed than uh, this. At that, uh, if there were more than that. Um, But also, uh, also one thing I was wondering is, like, um... 
is this a, is this zombie apocalypse only affecting this one city? Because if it if it isn't, then oh, is there just this one uh, after this film? Um, uh, is there just this one city in uh in the world that uh oh, that is no longer having the threat of zombies or uh, always? Yeah, it's just the it's the utopia. Uh, usually zombie apocalypses are pretty global as a yeah. as a standard um, <laughs> uh, um, I don't think this film was very concerned with that but maybe yeah. also it just spread spread throughout mm-hmm. the world maybe through the yeah. power of love <laughs> and they solved the zombie apocalypse yeah. oh one thing I thought was really cool oh is the is how Eat, when the zombies eat brains they get the memories of these uh, of the people that they uh, um they killed because uh, uh yes um that reminds me of a tv show called i zombie uh, have you ever seen that show i have not i am very aware of it but i've never actually yeah. made time to watch it Oh, but basically, in that the zombies work are exactly the same as how they do in this, and they uh, where they uh, they gain the uh, and the memories, and um within the show, the uh, the main character uses those memories to solve the murders of these people that uh, April as she works in a uh, in a um a what's it called uh, uh, the, uh she works with the police uh, uh, to solve the murders as uh, as in, the police don't know that she's you know, a zombie. Classic zombie job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a, I, I thought that I really liked the that um little bit of a connection there. Mm. Man, I should watch that zombie. I always heard it was pretty good. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a really funny show. I love the look of the zombies in this. That zombie yeah. makeup on Nicholas Holt is fantastic. Oh yeah, uh, I love that. Uh, I love the moment of the film where uh, they're like. Oh, we're going to put makeup on you, and he's like, "No." <laughs> and just like, oh, that yeah, makeup machine is are. wonderful, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's great. Um, I I thought it's a uh, I I really enjoyed the uh on the scene where uh and where they're at at the house together uh other and it it was it was so funny to be on like um like. like Julie told her, told him, don't watch. And he's like, uh, he's just like, no, I'm, I'm not listening to you. I'm just going to be like, <laughs> look, look, what is going on? I'm a zombie. And I'm seeing a girl changing. What? How is this happening? <laughs> he is having an existential crisis. This entire movie, and I love it. <laughs> the, that, uh, like, that scene is, uh, is mainly where I came up with the, uh, the joke of it being him being horny and that's what uh, made him change i mean he is horny yeah i mean you could call it but i mean yeah he's totally zombie yeah oh man but and then also another scene that i i really love it's i i think think um this film had a really gay a great f-bomb for uh, um for the pg-13 rave uh, if you didn't bring that up I was going to. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. He's like, you want to uh, help me with, uh, help me change the world or whatever it was, and uh, and um, his friend is just like, fuck yeah, <laughs> it was so good. 
I love when the PG-13 movies make very good use of their one allowed F-bomb. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Oh, man. That's what, we I, just I, covered uh, My Best Friend's Wedding uh, a couple of episodes ago. Okay. And <laughs> that is one of the very few movies. Uh, you know, they're allowed one F-bomb at a PG-13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if it's used in a sexual manner, it's pretty much an automatic R. So yeah. you can be like, fuck this. But There's... if you were like, fuck me, they wouldn't be able to do it. And in that movie, Julie Roberts is like, oh, he came here to fuck me. <laughs> and they appealed it and got a PG-13 rating. So it is one of the very few PG-13s that has an F-bomb in a sexual context. And I was like, that's Let's cool. <laughs> The rating system is always so uh, so interesting to me because like y'all uh, like it, it the rules seemed so weird to me like the like y'all famously Titanic ha- uh, has a full frontal nude scene in it and it's uh, and they from what I've heard uh, or it, it, James Cameron was able to do that because he told them it wasn't in a sexual manner I'm like. How is that not sexual? At it's all? not full frontal. You just see titties, and thought, uh, okay, it, I I must be. And uh, he got away with real. it because it was in an artistic concept ah. context. <laughs> and there's also like uh, also uh, a film from a few years ago uh, called Night School that uh, that I watched a, a Kevin Hart film, and it and it's PG thirteen, but there's like three or four f bombs in it. I'm like. What? How did that co- happen? How did they get? Uh, how are they able to do that uh, at a you know, PG thirteen film? Who knows? Yeah, the, the MPA is so arbitrary. It's yeah, stupid. It's it needs so, to be done or just done away oh, with. Yeah, yeah I, I just I find that uh, all just so interesting to me of how all that works. Uh, or it's, how do they make these uh, these decisions? Because they just seem so dumb. <laughs> And it's absolutely bizarre, which is why I love that Terrifier just skipped the rating system, went to theaters, because there is no way that movie could have ever been cut down to an R. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I haven't seen that, but I, I actually uh, I really want to, because I've heard it, and I've heard so much about it, uh, interesting stuff about it. It is wonderful, if you're not squeamish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And, and I also really want to watch uh, once it finally uh, it comes out for home video, the uh, uh, AO, um, the same people that made that uh, at um also made a Grinch parody horror film uh, um and uh, with the same the same person who played uh, I had the I think Art the Clown uh, out in Terrifier uh, I being the person who plays uh, I is the Grinch in it. Oh, that makes me want to watch that movie so much more now. <laughs> like I, I want to watch it. Uh, watch it. It was, it the film was originally supposed to us uh, to come out for free, uh, uh free, online. Uh, I and then they got a deal with Regal, uh, all to be able to show it in Regal theaters, and they've been showing it for like the past few months. But it's never. Uh, it's also never at the Regal that is near me. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, that that's, that, this pisses me off. I'm like, it's already, uh, it's already February, and it's still not, uh, it still hasn't come to home video now. Uh, like, what, what's the point now? Uh, I feel like you should have, uh, uh, you should have planned it uh, to at least come about uh, uh, at home video around Christmas. 
I mean, if people are going to the theater to see it, yeah, I get I their point. But I am surprised it's not on VOD or anything. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think. What else do I want? Uh, want to talk about for this film? Um. I I I really enjoyed his uh um how how R has uh, is this music buff uh up with uh up and he's like insisting on uh, playing some on records because it sounds better. Yeah, I love that he's a record snob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> music's such a big part of this movie and it's done used so well. I oh, really yeah. like their usage I, of it. I love that uh, about some like. A lot of films, uh, I think they don't uh, they don't use music nearly as well as they could. Uh, oh, it's it's anything like another thing that I think that ain't that um music can be used for in, in a way that can actually like help characters uh, or is like really build out their personality is to give someone on on their phone a a song as their uh, as a ringtone. Instead of uh, instead of just one of the generic ones that you don't have to buy rights for, right? I think that I will really say made the help <laughs> of the character. Music rights are one of the most expensive things yeah, that goes I into a film's that. budget, which I find insane. Yeah, it's just uh, it, it's just uh, it's like it it just saddens me a, a little when you uh, when I watch a film and I'm just like uh, I hear the generic like, music and they're like. You could have used this as a way to uh, to make uh, to make us know the character and their tastes more. Yeah, some movies really know how important it is and how to use it, and a lot of them don't. It's sad, but it makes when you see the ones that do. Oh yeah, pop so much better. What yeah, did you definitely. think of uh, ours constant voiceover? I loved that. That was so fun. Uh, I, like, uh, I especially like uh, moments where it's like. Uh, I say something human. Say something human. Uh, and how are you? <laughs> Usually, if there's something has that much voiceover, it either has to really work or it's just mm-hmm. annoying. And his line delivery and everything, and because of the fact he can't really speak, and is just having all these thoughts, and again, like basically an existential existential crisis. Oh yeah, it is just so funny. Everything, just hearing his stream of consciousness as he's just like going around with his amazing physical performance as well. He's just the way he moves is oh, hilarious. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I just, I don't know if I've ever seen a movie with that much voiceover that I just loved all the time. But it's um, just it makes sense because like he's a zombie, he can't just talk or he can't show things. So let's just hear what they're thinking the whole thing. Uh, another thing I love is all of the scenes as I'm driving the car. Uh, uh, that was so, uh, it was so fun. Uh, uh, like both, uh, both when he's driving and he's like doing it terribly. And then uh, and when Julie's driving and you can see how freaked out he is by how fast mm-hmm. they're going. <laughs> I wonder how long it had been for her since she'd driven a car. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think and another like really funny thing to me was is the face that John Malkovich gives at the end of the film when he's uh, when um he sees that uh, is that uh, that R is bleeding. He's just like, what? What in the what? <laughs> <laughs> 
like and he's able to do it with just one expression he's it is just so total confusion such total confusion i love it i mean he's a pro <laughs> oh man i don't think i've seen a single film with john malkovich in that i didn't like his performance oh yeah he's fantastic always I don't always love the films that he's in, but yeah. he is never the reason why. <laughs> yeah. One film that uh, he's in that I've never seen before, but I really want to watch. Have you ever seen Being John Malkovich? I have seen that sometimes. It is amazing. You need to watch that immediately. I've I've like heard stuff about it. It sounds like a really ridiculous film, but uh, it makes me... The fact that it sounds so ridiculous is what makes me want to watch it so much. It is wonderful. It is so trippy and funny and just kind of dark, too. Uh, Man, I want to watch that. I don't have it, though, I think. Maybe I should uh, spend money. No. I'll wait for it to be on sale. I will. Be strong, Clayton. <laughs> it is fantastic, though. It's wonderful. Cameron Diaz gives an amazing performance in it. I and mean, she is unrecognizable. She's, like, frumpy with big, curly brown hair and not all i mean she always looks glamorous and everything like it the first time i saw it i had seen her character for probably 20 minutes and i was just like wait is that cameron diaz <laughs> i love it when they can uh when they are able to make a, a change in actors look just slightly with like side different like hair and it it takes a while for someone to realize as uh, it's them i love that oh, i mean like if that. you see it it is ridiculous uh I will send you just a picture of her after we finish recording okay. of her in that movie and be like, dude, I wasn't kidding. <laughs> oh, man. Um, trying to th- I think what else, uh, else we, uh, to actually talk about this film. Um, one thing I, uh, that I found interesting when I was looking up, uh, uh, up stuff about the film, um, this is, and this actually provides more like, uh, or for, the possibility that there could be a, a, a sequel or another film in uh, on this franchise uh, I, uh, is that this is actually based on a book and there's uh, and there's both a sequel to the book and a prequel to the book. I knew it was based on a book, but I did not know there was a prequel and a sequel. I also, while I was watching it, I was like, man, if they did this again, because I think the story almost feels rushed, like uh, from him being a zombie that's kind of thinking about things to being like i'm a real boy um you know it's like a 90 minute movie that's a very yeah. quick amount of time to go through this huge change i was like man if this was a mini series or something oh, they could have really so uh good. i will say i <laughs> it is not this movie's fault you know it came out in 2013 but watching this right after you know three episodes of the last of us i was just like mm this could have been a lot more impressive (laughs) (laughs) even so i think the writing is super sharp dialogue of this movie is amazing the director and writer of it his name because i should have written it down but i was having a day um (laughs) i uh, just his dialogue is so sharp the whole i mean there's so many great jokes in it yeah and it's like really kind of dry humor the actors are just able to nail i think it's filmed so beautifully uh, another character that I really enjoy in the film is Julie's friend, uh, and I can't remember what her name is, but uh, uh, it's actually hold on one second, one second. 
They are non-binary. They were not um, out at the time of the film. Uh, they are non-binary, and their name is Leo Tipton, credited in the movie as Annalie Tipton, yep. but they're non-binary, and Leo Tipton is her friend. Uh, she, uh, yeah, I I thought uh, uh, that character was uh, was absolutely hilarious uh, as hysterical like, so uh, funny like, their expressions and just it was so good like uh, i how she was like oh your zombie boyfriend yeah you miss him so like good. you like him you want to be your boyfriend your zombie boyfriend <laughs> i wish we still had internet so i could look up what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so good i i don't know if i've ever seen uh, a um, Leo Tipton in anything else, but I want to try. Uh, 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 look into the rest of their films. Uh, I was gonna try and watch some of their other stuff because I bet they probably have some more hilarious comedies. Of um, my co host has seen them in some things because I was like, they look really familiar, but I don't know what I would have seen them in. And so he was looking them up or just telling me because he remembers stuff and has seen things that I haven't. and I don't even remember what things he rattled off, but I had not seen any of them. I was just like, well, guess they just got one of those faces then, or maybe I saw them in trailers. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I love the scene where the uh, scene um, where one of the zombies actually saves one of the soldiers uh, and, then, uh, and then offers up his hand uh, and, uh, and to pull up the soldier. I know that, that, was great. that was a really <laughs> cute scene. Oh, and then I just like, uh, like who should we shoot? The uh, 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 zombies are, are skeleton, and uh, and M uh, M R's friend uh, as uh, just throws the skeleton over. And it's like him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did this story remind you of more? Uh, Beauty and the Beast or Romeo and Juliet? Oh, um, I don't know. I, I I haven't seen either of those in a while, so I don't really remember like their stories that much. But I don't think it reminds me a lot of the of Beauty and the Beast, the uh, Ace. So I, uh, uh, I guess Romeo. And it's very clearly like I mean, a lot of it is with Romeo and Juliet. Like you know, mm-hmm. they're from different families, but in this, you know, zombies and humans, and his, his names are her name is Julie. They've got that scene where she's talking up on the balcony and he's down there, like the balcony scene. Yeah. Um, it ends much hap- much more happily. But yeah. <laughs> a lot of the time during it, reminding me of Beating the Beast, where he's like, you know, keeping her kind of captive and then she tries to get away and he like goes and fights them off. Like when <laughs> Belle tries to escape and the Beast fights off the wolves. And it was just like, this just feels yeah. familiar in a nice, comfy way. <laughs> Oh, near the end of the film, uh, oh, it's it's so funny to me. Uh, a when John Malkovich asks, uh, asks, "Are are you still bleeding?" He said, uh, "Yes," and John Malkovich is like, "Good, good." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I, I think good. this is one of the uh, like I think might be one of my favorite romantic comedies I've ever seen. Really. Yeah, I, this was. I wouldn't like, go honestly, that far. I think it's like, very hilarious to it's me. Very enjoyable, but I wouldn't put it up that uh, far. 
Oh, it's definitely one of the most unique uh, romantic comedies I've ever seen. Yeah, I do like its little twists. Yeah. Oh. If you think about it at all, although that's still really gross. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, there's uh, I got it because I was like, he's dead. Could he even get it up for her? like? But you know, his heart was pumping. He was bleeding. So, you know, there's a future. <laughs> I, I I thought it was, uh, it was hilarious how when uh how. Uh, when all of the the zombies start changing, they show us uh, us their hearts, and they're shaped like a uh, uh, like the uh, like Valentine's Day hearts. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. I also found some of the shots quite funny, like when he was talking about um, life before, and he's like, you know, I just wish it was like before, so every you know everybody could just enjoy each other's company and everything. But the scene he's flashing to in his head is everybody walking around and they're all just looking at their phones. <laughs> uh, I, I love how he's like, I can tell what people are, uh, April's occupation was based on what they wear. This guy was a, uh, I was a janitor, obviously. And I think I was probably unemployed because I'm wearing a hoodie. Oh, that line is so funny. I actually think I wrote that one down in my... <laughs> like three notes and then i was like i'm not taking notes i'm just gonna enjoy this oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah like judging by my hoodie that was probably <laughs> yeah. so good. Oh, yeah, when he was man. when he was talking about the zombies as well i thought it's so funny when he's like i mean i would too you know on eating somebody <laughs> but at least i'd conflicted about it <laughs> yeah and cali's like I feel, uh, I, and there's the moment where he's like, I feel like I've never been here before. That's because I've never been in this part of the airport before. Or, or, or I feel lost. Just oh, like... I feel lost. Uh, uh, but that's because <laughs> I've never been in this part of the airport before. I was just thinking, watching it, I was like, for Nicholas Holt, especially, this had to feel like a weird improv class. Like, okay, you're a zombie. You're trying to have a conversation. Go. When they're just him and his friend are sitting at the bar, and he's, they're just like, uh, uh, uh. yeah, it's so good, <laughs> just grunting at each other. I'm like, how yeah. would you not just burst out laughing? <laughs> oh man, there's there's so, oh, there's such commitment to the roles that oh Zach is like, yeah, it would be so hard for me to not burst out laughing there. Yeah, I love how they're like. I can only say a few things. Uh, and among those are hungry and city. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will say R picks up language very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does. He really does. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I was, I was wondering about, Dredd, uh, um, since um, you have the uh, hat, we, we see the one card that they use throughout the film. And then after that car runs out of gas, uh, as then um, Julie starts walking back to uh, the city. Like, so why is there only one car in existence that still has gas? Why? I feel, or she just not care to check the rest of the cars. Uh, I think that one was just maybe at the airport and people hadn't been out there because it was overrun with zombies. And also the odds of finding a car with Ian, I mean, probably could have hotwired at that point but and also maybe a lot of cars had their battery dead because it's that been years 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Sense. There's a lot of reasons. I feel like I didn't think about it too hard because it's not that type of movie. Yeah, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd, I, uh, yeah, I, I probably, I'm probably just nitpicking a lot, but it, uh, uh, I, I, I like fine little details like that, but that, uh, but that is uh, that I usually beat myself up later, be like. This is not a film you need to be t- caring about that kind of shit, but this, this doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a Tarantino movie where you're like, what does this scene mean? What are they saying? What's it referencing? <laughs> oh, man. Um, I love the, uh, uh, the scene where he starts dreaming for the first time and he's like, and uh, Dave Franco's character's just like, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be able to dream. That's for us humans. I do love when Teresa Palmer is Julie. It's just like, hey, he can dream if he wants yeah. to. <laughs> he can dream if he wants to. He can do whatever he wants. Uh, also, um, they both have the bluest eyes ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I-, I love how like we actually got to see his eyes turn uh, uh turn back to normal at the end of the film mm. i thought that was real uh, that was a, a neat little detail uh I'll, um <laughs> which is honestly surprising that i uh, i like that because i usually hate anything that has to do with eyes they they just creep me out really <laughs> yeah i'm sorry <laughs> don't watch kill bill volume two <laughs> Oh man, but, uh, um, trying to think. What else, uh, else to talk about with the film? Uh, uh, it's not really a film that uh, um where there's a massive amount to talk about. No, it's not a dig deep type of film. It's just it's enjoyable. It's fluffy. Yeah. It's oh yeah, it's a nice. It. Uh, I think this was a great film though uh, for me to start my love filled uh, month of uh, of February on a podcast. Is uh, that's. I'm I'm starting out the month with this, and then uh, then, um, the uh, the next episode after this, which will, will be coming out on Valentine's Day, is gonna be a Shrek review. Uh, and then oh, uh, that's a I'll good be, one. Uh, then um, I'll be doing a review of the um Valentine's Day special of the Harley Quinn anime series, which is coming out I think next week. Uh, I'm so excited. Um. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, and then I also on my Patreon I have a whole bunch of Valentine's Day stuff there planned too. Like, uh, uh, I am going to do reactions to three different uh, and ridiculous Valentine's Day uh, uh, or love themed movies. Uh, is one being out, uh, one being about uh, out, um, uh, love with a uh, with a dinosaur, one being about love with an alien, <laughs> and then one is about uh, out. Uh, uh, lesbian uh, and vampire lovers from the 70s. I know what all of those movies are, and that is wonderful. And that first one you mentioned, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you're in for oh, a treat. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm so excited. Uh, I, um, I also, uh, also on my Patreon, I do uh, ooh, some, uh, I, I do, ooh, bowl, uh, I do trivia and, uh, uh, um, questions where my my co-host keith uh, eighth will come on and ask me cherry questions he's going to uh do some uh some either like love themed or valentine's day themed ones and then also i have uh, i do a smasher pass thing every uh, a month 
uh, where he will, will choose a bunch of smash passes for me to do. And I asked him to do for February that I have to decide on couples. So uh, a couple. So I either have to smash two people or pass on both, which is going to be interesting. That sounds like a fun game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it, I'm. I'm so excited to be able to uh, uh, fill up uh, February with so much love theme stuff for the uh, uh, for the podcast. This, uh, uh, oh, it's gonna uh, it's gonna be so fun. You're gonna be so sick of it by the end, <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh man, yeah, uh, uh, but uh, uh, but yeah, this schedule is uh, uh, such a perfect uh, a film to start this out, and I'm so glad that you chose uh, uh, chose to come on with me for it. Oh yeah, this is a great romantic comedy. It's a nice kind of kind of original concept. Yeah. It's a nice little, even a kind of a gateway horror movie. It's got some decent yeah. horror, and you know, it is about zombies. So, so technically, mm-hmm. I think that just makes it horror. Yeah. It's not too scary. It, it, at you know would it win any oscars no no um but there are a lot wings you could throw on on a sunday afternoon yeah and i really enjoyed revisiting it it was a nice it was like eating somebody's brains i got to (laughs) you know seeing it on a date that was quite lovely uh and revisiting this was really nice so i'm glad uh i saw you were doing it yeah, uh, uh, oh, it it would have been it would have been really annoying if I if I had not gotten any responses to that post uh, about people uh, uh, wanting to join me for this. <laughs> I was like, I'm way over. I've got way too much to do. I shouldn't do this, but that's a good <laughs> I need an excuse to rewatch it. I'll do it. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, since I don't really think there's anything else to talk about for this film, uh, um, um, I will uh, well soon be going uh, to end off this episode. But first, uh, I, I want to offer to you. Uh, uh, so something that I like to do on my podcast is that I will uh, that I will say uh, a something that the uh, that my guest wants me to say in an announcer voice, like something funny. Uh, I of which whom you would just like write uh, uh write in the chat function on Zoom uh, uh for me to uh and then I will say it in announcer voice. Hmm. Yeah. I'm waiting for you. Uh, oh, you got cyan uh, in there. All right. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. So what you want me to say is, bitches, man. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's so good. Oh man. Try to see if the uh, if there's anything else that uh, else I should talk about. So I'm going on to the IMDb trivia section uh, uh, for this movie. See if uh, uh, see if there's anything on there that's interesting. Uh, not really. I read um, that earlier, and there's nothing uh too revelatory in it. Oh man, it's it, some some films have some really cool stuff in there, but the yes. some films have like nothing good uh, uh in them. Oh. Apparently the uh, um I looked in the connections section. Uh, apparently, another uh, or I think it's a zombie movie that uh, I um that came out uh, out a year after this. Uh, I, um, Cooties uh, is starring uh, Iron, uh, Iron, the actor who played Frodo in uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, Ains, makes a reference to this film. 
which uh, which is interesting. Uh, which that's actually another film that I I really want to watch sometime. Uh, I because it looks really funny. Have you ever heard I, of Cooties? I have. I have not seen that that one. There's two Cooties movies. I have seen the one with Lupo, uh that is about zombies. That was a Hulu production, I think. But I have not seen the one with Elijah Wood. Yeah, the, uh, this one it stars Elijah Wood, but also apparently has uh, has Rain Wilson uh, and who played Dwight in The Office in it, which is cool. Elijah Wood makes really interesting acting oh, choices. Yeah. So, I uh, honestly, like, outside of Lord of the Rings, one of my favorite things that Elijah Wood has ever done is a show on FX named Wilfred. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, I have not watched Wilfred, but it looks really funny. It is hilarious. I, <laughs> it looks so funny, though. I think I was going to start it. I don't know why I never did. I think I was just being stubborn because one of my friends was trying to make me watch it. And I was just like, don't watch comedies. And they were just like pushing me so hard. So I was just like, I'm going to be stubborn and just not watch it. Um, you know, punishing only oh, myself. <laughs> it, it is, it is a, a show that if you're if you want to watch it you have to like let it uh, uh, like watch the, uh, through at least the full first episode before you make a decision on uh, you want to continue watching because if like you like decide after like i could easily see someone after the first like 10 minutes or so of the first episode being like i don't want to continue watching this uh but then uh, but after that it gets a lot more uh, a lot better because uh, in the first uh, or just like 10 minutes of the show um which is this is kind of a spoiler but it's uh, but it's also it's also the start of the series so i don't think it's really a that big of a deal um and it's a uh, it's however old so i feel like spoilers are just it, <laughs> basically the uh, basically the how the show starts before wilfred the the giant dog uh that's uh, actually just a human and a dog suit uh, which shows up uh, uh the main character played by Elijah Wood, he's about to uh, out to commit suicide. Nice. And uh, and um, if I remember right, Wilfred showing up is actually what causes him to not do that. Oh. He's trying to figure out why there's why there is a giant uh, giant dog uh, a dog or human in a dog costume in his house. That would be a little disconcerting. <laughs> like yeah. I'd be curious. Like, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Okay, I'll 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 do this after I like, figure out what's going on. <laughs> it's a show where like you're. It's so it. What you start the show and you're like, I don't know if I want to continue watching this. This is really dark. And then happily, like I think uh, you should give every it, show a three episode trial before yes. you decide. <laughs> Like, you know, within three episodes, you generally say, know uh, if it's uh, for you or not. For anyone who does, like, decide on something if they, uh, based on the first ten minutes or something of an episode, uh, if they want to continue watching, it, uh, at least try uh, either first steps, a full first episode, if not uh, uh, first three episodes, because it's because uh, it definitely gets more into the comedy aspect that, uh, after that. Yeah, because I mean, pilot episodes are always weird. They have to do a lot. They oh, have to yeah. set up all the characters, set up what kind of story you're doing, and then the second episode can be kind of. Uh, but and if you watch the first three, you generally get a good balanced yeah. idea of the show you're getting, and if it's for you, you get used to its rhythm. And if you still don't like it after three episodes, I quit and I don't feel bad about it. But if I do like it, 
Yeah, but I think that's what people should give TV shows. Three episodes. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, well, uh, I think that's about all. Uh, all to talk about this episode. So, is there any final things you'd like to say before I end this episode off? Um, about the movie or just in general, or just in general, <laughs> just in general. Um, I mean, if you want to listen to my podcast, I can yeah. tell you where to do that. Yeah, um, sure. It's men who like men who like movies, and my co-host and I just pick a different movie every week and talk about it with a bunch of really cool guests. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at triple M pod with three M's. You can find me on Twitter at just happy to see you. Number two, letter C letter U. We have a Facebook page, men who like men who like movies. Um, you can pretty much find us anywhere. We're on Instagram. Like I already said, uh, we're wherever you get podcasts. Uh, it's a good time. Check it out. Yep. Yeah, check uh, check out the men who like men who like movies. Uh, is pod uh, odd and thank you so much, uh, Clayton, for coming on. Uh, if oh, you're wondering, uh, I the reason uh, I do that uh, is I just I I want to give uh, if any guests I have uh, on the chance to say any last things they want to say before I end it off, and not just uh, uh just blindside them by ending any off the episode. <laughs> right. Uh. So. Uh. uh Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you like this gamma analysis, please give a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or a five-star rating on Spotify. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the movie, so please let me know those. Uh, and also your th- uh, just your thoughts on our commentary for this movie. Uh, and if you'd like to listen to more from me, please subscribe. Many more gamma analysis from me coming, so keep on the lookout. This, again, is your host, Smash Trivia John, signing off. <laughs>